here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 107 FM in Kruenstadt. It's that time again where we discuss healing gardens. And my guest, as usual, is botanist and ethnobotanist Jean-Francois Bieski. And we last spoke to him about arthritis. We asked him to do some homework because people were saying, listen, you know, um, with all the plants that you're discussing, can you now tomorrow or next week discuss arthritis? Good afternoon, John. Thank you so much for being with us again. Hey, Pamela. Nice to be with you. Thank you. So people were asking about arthritis and and what remedies do you have in mind for arthritis? Okay, great. Um, Well, Pamela, you know, inflammation uh, is a predisposer of most illness, most disease. So um, a lot of medications people are on um, help to to reduce the symptoms of inflammation. But the problem is that they have a lot of side effects, you know. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, the aspirin type of... um, kind of non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, they work, but they have side effects. So we, we need um, plant remedies um, that help with inflammation. And something I've come uh, to realize as, as being a nutritionist and herbalist is that plants contain um, enzymes and antioxidants and other t- um, special substances that help to reduce the inflammation, but without the side effects usually. You know, okay. uh, in, a, in a different way, so there yes. isn't much uh, um, toxicity of side effects that we find with the Western medications. So, one of those that is quite popular um, is Devil's Claw. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a it's a desert kind of plant. It grows very well in kind of arid conditions like in Karoo, etc. Um, and this plant is, was actually found to to be really really beneficial. Um, in um, in the world war in the in the world war where the concentration camp um, uh, two survivors they actually used the devil's claw to actually get strong in the concentration camp, so they actually um, they researched the plant and they found that it had very strong anti-inflammatory properties. Mm. Um, so devil's claw has been researched and made into medicines overseas. The German the Germans like it a lot. It's a very popular medicine in Germany. And how would you prepare like this? Yeah, so this um, this plant has a very tuberous root. It's called a corn. Um, well, it's a tuberous root. And so basically you you take uh, that root and you basically cut it into slices and then you can make a tea from it. Or um, I'm busy exploring making tinctures with it at the moment. Um, okay. So what you do is you can grind it into a powder and then put it into alcohol and then steep it in the alcohol and then sieve it. And then you have your tincture. So then you can you can have it that way. <laughs> It's very, very effective. That we way. are not discussing alcohol, Jean. Oh, of course. <laughs> when when alcohol becomes available. <laughs> and if you're lucky to have had a little bit of stock beforehand. <laughs> okay. Now that's fine. That's okay. So let's let's talk about it being a tea rather. <laughs> okay. Well, someday the lockdown will have to end. Because you know, tinctures are the, one of the best ways to make medicine. So you have to have alcohol. But in the meantime, you can... Pamela, you can make a tea from just taking two 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 pieces like um, of the root. Um, so I'd probably say even one one tea, uh, teaspoon size. I don't know how long is that? About two centimeters by one centimeter piece. Uh, they come usually sliced, you know, sliced sliced dried root. So that you can basically um, pour boiling water on, or just grind it, or, or grind it, and then pour boiling water on it, and then let it steep. And it's very bitter, but those bitter. That bitter taste is the medicine. So you can use that um, every day. Okay. 
um, before meals. It will also stimulate a little bit of digestion. The mm. indigenous people of South Africa have used it for everything from cancer to appetite. It's, ap- it's a very strong appetite stimulant digestive mm. plant also. And of course for pain, for All pain, right. uh, body pains, yeah. And, and so, uh, I mean, growing it yourself, John? Yeah, so so with, with growing devil's claw, you can grow it from seed quite easily. Um, you plant it in late spring, it can grow, it's like sun, so it's, you know, it's a desert plant, so it's full sun, um, it, it will do well in loamy, well-drained soil, um, but what you can do, uh, Camilo, is uh, soak the seeds overnight, it'll mm-hmm. help to germinate the seeds, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and then you can plant it in, so it's it's quite an arid-liking, you know, arid-condition-liking plant, so it's quite easy to grow um Amongst your other plants, so like in our garden at the moment, we've got that is it lubu, we've got the uh, maroh, and so that would be on like an open field, you know, with the umkunyani growing, and then you can plant amongst that the devil's claw, you know. So I would say half half sand soil, half loam, um, and then just you know once you've germinated the plants, you can then plant them out, yeah, you know, or just plant them in straight in the soil. And then a very popular African potato, you you recommend this as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, African potato was at one stage. It was it was a lot about marketing. You yeah. know, they used it in the marketing strategy to um, you know for uh, for various things. But it is a very powerful anti-inflammatory. Um, it's got very strong antioxidant properties. It's called inkomfi. So in any, if you just go into the bush felt here in Gauteng, in, in you'll see this. Um, star-shaped leaves and flowers, uh, uh, yellow flowers, and it's called in comfy. So they call it African pot- uh, potato, but it's actually an under, uh, it's, a, it's a kind of a root, a, tu- a tuberous root also. Yes. Um, and what you do with that, you, you slice a one centimeter piece by hmm, about, you know, the size of a comb, so about five, six centimeters long. And then what I do is I normally cut them up and then I let them dry and then I keep them like that. So when I need them, I take a few ah. pieces and then boil them like a, a, a long boiled uh, tea, so about 20 minutes. Yes. And then you get this very, African potato has got this very strange taste, Pamela. It's very unusual. It's very, uh, it's hard to describe it, but it's a very strong kind of medicine. Mm. And what a lot of people might not realize is that it's very relaxing. And right now we need tonics that relax, you know. Mm. So when you drink it, the only thing with African potato, if you drink too much, the only side effect really is that it will make you have a laxative effect. I was right? going to so, say. I was yeah. going to say, yes. So if you, know, you can work out your, yourself how much <laughs> you, you know. But I would say uh, maybe um, about four tablespoons of the, of the decoction. You call those de- things, when you, when you boil hard hard substances like those uh, those roots. Yes. Uh, long boiled tea is called a decoction, okay. right? So an infusion is a tea, mm-hmm. a decoction is a long boiled long boiled tea for 20 minutes, barks and roots and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you can take about four or five tablespoons a day, but when you take that every day, it helps your whole body reduce inflammation. And inflammation is the predisposer of illness. And we get so much information from three main things, wheat, sweet, and meat. This is an acronym I came up with as a nutritionist. Meat is very inflammatory. So meat is good on occasion, but the less meat we have, the less inflammation we have in our body. That's just a fact. Okay. Sorry, all the meat lovers out there. But <laughs> that's jo- how yeah. it is. I mm. mean, yeah, I don't like hearing that. But nonetheless, John, let me just take a quick <laughs> break and I'll be back with uh, some of the so, so concerns. There's a very interesting SMS that just came through and I'll take some of the calls in a short while. Here, there and everywhere. 
SAFM 105 FM in Mukopane. I'm in conversation with ethnobotanist Jean-Francois Subieski and we're discussing, um, you know, herbal uh, treatments and growing gardens with herbal treatments and plants. Um, Jean, before I come to you, I just want to just uh, read an SMS here that comes uh, from, I'm not sure who this person is, but it says, herbal plant caution, some are protected. And I suppose this is why you help us with planting them yourself. Sean? Yes, yes, absolutely. I was, I was just going to say, um, we need to grow these plants out. So, um, devil's claw is quite easy to grow, but the hypoxis, mm-hmm. you know, can be, you know, the, people can just take out the whole corm or the whole root, and then, you know, you're not left with anything. So, what they actually found, um, Pimelo, is that growing from seed is quite difficult. It takes, mm-hmm. it's like a year dormancy for the seed. Okay. So what, what somebody found is that if you cut the, 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 the tuber right by the roots, then, and you, it, it'll sprout little baby plants all, uh, from, from that, uh, from that cut section. And mm-hmm. then you can transplant those. So mm-hmm. that, that's a really useful piece of advice. So if you want to plant these out, you mm-hmm. just need to get one or two mm-hmm. from a local nursery and then you can cut the corn, um, and then, transplant out you know all the little babies we call them that pups pups is the word (laughs) yeah so so that's great you know we need to do that the last um i don't know whether i'm going to call it a plant but it's a root right um the red onion you want us to consider red onion as as a as also a treatment for uh, arthritis well, um, they were just mentioning, you know, what somebody was very curious about it, you know, and what, what the uses yes, are. I've, um, I've been hearing funny stuff about people putting yes. it in their socks, people. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, I mean, it seems it's an old remedy, hey, Pamela, like um, something very effective is if you if you slice up the, um, the, the onion mm-hmm. and you put it into honey or sugar, you make an excellent um, cough mixture. But what you can also do is when you slice the onion and you put it directly on the chest of someone with, uh, you know, with a, a respiratory problem, yeah. yeah, then you wrap it up. It really, really opens up the chest. I've heard from a few friends who've actually got friends who've tried this method, and yes. they're saying it works fantastically. So the thing about onion, I mean, a lot of the food that we eat is powerful medicine, but we just don't realize it, you know, yes. because it's not... We're not taught that in schools, which is actually a shocking thing. John, we should be taught it, all this in schools. Yeah. Would it be this? Would would it be any onion, or would it have to be specifically any the red onion? One? Um, the any onion, but nutritionally, the purple onion. Yes. I always select the purple onion because it's got a thing called quercetin in it, okay. and quercetin is a very powerful phytochemical which um, treats a cancer. It's very anti-inflammatory. It's got all sorts of properties. Um, so I always go with red onion if I can. Um, but for, for these kind of respiratory problems, you can use any onion. You can make a cough mixture. You can put it in, you know, into, onto the chest. Yes. Uh, but I like, to, I, I always, I always invest in purple onion. Yeah. Be- it's, it's got higher. Because a lot of us use onion, you know, we, we consume it after cooking it. Do we lose some of those great properties yeah. when you cook it? Yeah. Some, some of it we do. Um, you know, um, I think some of the phytochemicals like quercetin doesn't get too too damaged. Usually, it's okay. the enzymes that get damaged by heat. Okay. But I always like make a point when I'm making my own food to to add red onion raw in my food because I know that it's got that quercetin. I know that it's going to have that effect. Okay. So, yeah. All right. There's a voice note yeah. coming through, Jean. Okay. Hi there. Afternoon. 
I just want to know, does weed have any effect on, um, does it help for arthritis or what benefits does weed have? So we've spoken about um, weed. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I, was, I was just wondering if it was wheat or weed. I was hearing no, weed. No, no. But he's talking, yes, about, that's, he's talking, that's, about, that's he's one talking of the things. about weed. <laughs> yes, in fact, we should have a whole episode about weed because there's <laughs> yeah. so many properties, you know, yeah. food, the, the seed for hemp oil. But basically, Pamela, to answer the question, the CBD, like we discussed yes. last week, is very, very instrumental for in, uh, anti-inflammation in the body. So... Um, in, a, in summary, basically helps that endocannabinoid system to regulate the body, which regulates inflammation. So yes, CBD um, is very good for that. Yeah. Obviously, when you have the whole plant, you have the THC, which is you know is intoxicating. But what they actually find, Pamela, is that low doses of weed, if you smoke it or eat it in in fat, low doses are actually counter anxiety, so anxiolytic, they reduce anxiety, but high doses, you know, often people freak out when they, when they smoke a lot or they eat cookies with high amounts in it, then it has the opposite effect. It has a pro-anxiety, you know, people get freak out and have paranoid attacks and things like that. But low doses of these cannabinoids, including THC, is quite good for anxiety, lowering, lowering anxiety, and also um, Inflammation. So once a, um, a person told me that you make a tea out of the leaves, and he was actually promoting not smoking it, but making a tea out of the green leaves, and it's highly nutritious. I was going to say, plant John, is highly nutritious. It's, it's, you know, particularly for this person who's asking about arthritis and specifically, yes. and they may yes. want to, you know, use it on a regular basis, whether yes, it is pain absolutely. or for arthritis. What, yes. what would be the best way? Would it be the oil extract? Would it be the tea? Which one? Or yeah, I mean, if he if he doesn't know how to extract you know and make oils what people do is that they actually juice the leaves and you can have the the the, the juice in in you know you can mix it with other things yes. um carrot juice whatever juice and yes. um, the seeds are very very high in omega oils so they're very anti-inflammatory themselves mm-hmm. so you know if you buy hemp seed or you grow the hemp um and then collect the seed then uh, the cannabis then you can eat the seed also um i would say that i mean the the oil is very uh depends on the strain that you have if you know if you have a high thc containing strain okay. then you're obviously gonna you know if you make an oil it's it's going because it's in an oil form it's going to be um more more readily available for psychoactivity mm-hmm. but um, that's why i suggest making teas um, or, or um, juicing it, it doesn't get uh, decarboxylated is the word. Mm-hmm. It doesn't uh, get transformed uh, in, with the fats so that it gets tr- um, transferred in the body as a psychoactive. So it's, it's less psychoactive, you want to call it mm. that, when you drink it as a tea. Mm. Um, so it's really good for sleeping, for relaxing, um, small doses, you know. Uh, so like a, probably like a, a thumb, thumb okay. size a little piece of bud. So that's the flowering parts that that makes it, you know, these cannabinoids. And then you put that in your rooibos or whatever, you know, and then you just drink that. Very good for inflammation. So I would say juicing it. Mm -hmm. Um, If he does have oils, he needs to find his higher CBD content and lower THC content Mm -hmm. oil. And then he can take that every day. And the CBD has very, very uh, low side effect profiles. In fact, it's it's like very virtually, um, you know, there's not much uh, they accept for mixing it with um, it does 
with HIV medicines or um, it, it can affect the cytochrome enzymes. So if you're having other serious conditions, you just need to speak to your doctor about it. But most of the time, it's very virtually free of side effects. So okay. it's a fantastic quick, medicine. Yeah. Quick last voice note, John. Okay, cool. Uh, good day. Uh, it's Fiso here. I, I just want to know, my daughter has a problem with the kidney failure. Uh, she sometimes has difficulty in breathing. So we try to... Uh, to request for an oxygen to have it at home but we can't because of COVID-19 and stuff like that can we do anything especially when it comes to the breathing maybe use something herbs and stuff like that trust me we are desperate for anything please help oh Jean won't you just help Mm. there I don't know how old the child is but just a quick one for us please was it a child eh? yes it's a child child that we were talking about yeah Yeah. and then the reason for the uh, was the kidney failure Yes, so Did the actual say? problem is a kidney failure, but at the moment the child's also having difficulty with breathing. I'll tell you what, John, uh, I'll tell you what, yes. let's take a quick pause so that you can answer this per- person yes. properly. Um, okay. and, and I'm just going to go to the news now for a second. Utsila um, Saku, let's see what uh, the very latest in SABC News has for us. Life Happens with Pinelo Mutine. Pinelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. Thank you so much for staying with us. Jean-Francois Sobieski is an ethnobotanist and he usually joins us every Wednesday to talk about all things healing plants, um, how to plant them, what uh, properties certain plants heal and so, uh, they, what kind of illnesses they heal and so on. And we were about to finish the conversation until we, we got a voice note that came through with uh, a gentleman asking about his daughter who's got kidney failure. I just want to play it back again so that Jean can address it. Uh, good day. Uh, it's Fiso here. I, I just want to know, my daughter has a problem with the kidney failure. Uh, she sometimes has difficulty in breathing, so we try to uh, to request for an oxygen to have it at home, but we can't because of COVID-19 and stuff like that. Can we do anything, especially when it comes to the breathing? Maybe use something, herbs and stuff like that. Trust me, we are desperate for anything. Please help. All right. John, we tried to get hold of the gentleman. We just couldn't find him um, to okay. maybe have a, a lengthier conversation with him. But could you uh, assist with that information? Right. So I think for the child, firstly, that they need a lot of the antioxidants like vitamin A, C and E so that, you know, that the body can respond to opening up the, the chest and the lungs. Um, without those antioxidants, you know, there can be an underlying nutritional factor there. But something that he can so, definitely use... So, so it's use, vitamin A... Vitamin A, C, and E. C and E, yeah. Okay. So um, apricots, etc. Uh, all vitamin C kind of containing plants. Um, I would just even get a supplement, one gram a day, you know, okay. for the for the child. Mm-hmm. Um, but what works very well uh, that he might be able to get hold of, even just from uh, from a traditional healer, is um, licorice. Licorice is really good for opening up the chest and for the whole chest system. Mlomo uh, Mandi, I think we mentioned it once before. Mlomo mm-hmm. um, Mandi is really good for, for the respiratory con- uh, system. Um, there's also another thing called nettle, a wild nettle, um, called Inbabazani. So you nettle said metal. is actually nettle, okay. stinging nettle. Okay. It's very, very good for, for allergic kind of reactions. It's funny enough, we were talking about the quercetin. And the quercetin has a lot of anti-inflammatory properties that will actually help indirectly for that shortness of breath. Mm-hmm. So um, if you can, you can always contact me, but the quercetin, Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N, it's quercetin-rich foods. If he looks for all those foods on Google, um, then feeding that to the child 
I would say would be very good. Um, and yeah, even CB- CBD is actually really fantastic. It would also probably help with 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 the chest because the whole system is, is it, that's, covered. That's that's you know? the that's the the cannabis abstract, right? Yes, okay. yeah, because it is um, vasodilatory. Um, but then you know you'd have to get uh, someone who specialises in this to to get the right dosages and the right form. Of course, you don't want to just. But um, I would probably stick with uh, with the nettle, uh, the licorice. Um, and other and berries, so things like dark berries or blueberries, all the rich antioxidant foods. Um, but if he, if anyone looks on the net, quercetin rich food, you'll get lists of the highest containing foods. I know that guavas got a lot of quercetin, but the only problem with guavas, if you have a like in a drink form, sometimes they put sulfates, and you want to avoid this child might have an underlying sulfite uh, sensitivity, which is very bad for asthmatic children, you know, people with tight, uh, you know, chest problems. So you want to avoid all sulfites. You know, those are preservatives and juices. Mm. Uh, often, like, you know, when somebody drinks orange juice, they often feel like a tight chest, like a wheeziness, you know? Yes. And those are coming from sulfites. So that's where a nutritionist would be really good for the child, just to understand what's the root cause of this okay. and how it links to the kidneys. So... But in the meantime, you must up all, all the antioxidants um, and get definitely licorice tea. You could even mix a little bit of licorice with a little bit of um, cannabis, a little bit like small amount in a tea. Mm-hmm. And that will be very, very uh, good for opening the chest. Sure. Um, and then metal, you know, you'd have to get some metal. Jean, thank you, know, you so much in. for talking to us. We'll do it again next week. Thank you. Thank you, Pamela. Thank Pleasure. you. Jean-François okay. Sobieski is an ethnobotanist, and you can find him on www.phytoalchemy, P-H-Y-T-O-A-L-C-H-E-M-Y.co.z. I'll repeat it. Phytoalchemy, P-H-Y-T-O-A-L-C-H-E-M-Y.co.za. We'll also just post that on our social media platforms.